Hello, this is Barrett Leslie, and welcome to another Breaking the Cycle podcast. So, uh, what I'm going to talk about today is uh, conceptual worldview stories, right? So, I'm going to tell you uh, a couple of stories based on personal experience, uh, loose research, and my own personal worldview exploration. Right, for lack of a better definition. All right, so I'm going to start with uh, a little bit of personal experience. Uh, so thinking of personal experience, right? So I've done a lot of inner work, not as much as not as much as other people and more than your average bear but no real like there's not I don't know if there's a way to define that what I mean by inner work is like looking at my internal self dialogue and my internal space world mind thing right like my subjective experience of reality and I've through meditation through spiritual practices through just questioning just stopping and thinking how is this happening like why do i do this behavior or uh, why does my mind work in this way you know like just basically in my head exploring and trying to figure out what's going on right because that's ultimately one of the drivers for me is human experience right and so every now and then you'll start to pick up some patterns so like that's all my brain really is is a pattern recognition system and uh I can recognize those patterns in myself and then I can recognize them in other people. Right. And I don't always get it right. Well, but, uh, usually it's not that I don't get it right. It's that I get it right and act on it, uh, either slowly or with intentions. (laughs) Like, Oh, she's a better person than I really think she is. Or like, he's a better dude than I think she like, they'll just come out of it. You know, like I always try to see the best or what I want to see in people. Right. So, so that's just kind of where I'm coming from, right? That's my personal experience with these things. And I sit and I meditate and I see deeper senses of myself than most, right? And I, I would argue I've seen close to the deepest sense of self that you can, can do uh, by quote unquote sticking my brain into an altered state for extended periods of time. And, and it gives you some insight and let you see the world from a new perspective and it gets real crazy, right? So, all, all that craziness aside, uh, research. So, what I want to talk to you about is, um, it's, so it's the idea that, and the best way that I've heard it ever said is this. Uh, it's the idea that you can't convince a monkey that if he acts properly, uh, he'll get into monkey heaven. <laughs> so that's 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 kind of the base of the idea. If you think about that for a little bit, you're like, what does that even mean? Uh, well, the idea comes from research done with monkeys, and they went out and they looked at primates and they said, you know what? These apes are communicating very significant things uh, to one another. Like a tiger's coming in, there's a threat. They'll make a particular noise and they'll they'll share it to the group, right? And so we're like, oh crap they can think 
kind of abstractly and kind of where people say it kind of ends is they can think of re they can imagine real things that happen in their environment right and so where the the rubber hits the road or the mustard hits the road or whatever kind of crappy analogy you want to use is when you start to look at the what separates us from the lower primates is our uh, ability to imagine imagined spaces so like i'm not looking at the tiger that i've seen in the environment or such and such but i'm looking at some abstract concept that doesn't exist in the real world and i can manipulate that create other worlds within my worlds and and believe in those worlds so much so that it'll change my physiology and my behavior and things like that right so monkey or these types of monkeys upright monkeys are very easy to convince uh that you know if you perform behavior in a particular way uh you can get into this monkey heaven right uh, with a million bananas and all the bananas you can eat in the monkey heaven <laughs> right uh but we're very easily manipulated into believing these false ideas right now i would argue religion is just is just one is just one of the ways in which we can take an imaginary space believe it and then use that narrative to determine our behaviors right like <clears throat> you're like hold on wait what, what's going what are you saying like you're saying that uh <laughs> you're saying that the, the heaven ain't real <laughs> i know there's a guy out there like the two people who are listening like one of them is saying that uh or in my mind they are right in my imagined space which cracks me up right so anyways yeah heaven's not real there's no easter bunny santa claus or uh, uh, I don't think I don't think Randy Savage Randy Savage was real though I think Randy Savage was real uh, just not wrestling <laughs> but anyways like I'm 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 getting lost and confused of myself uh, is what I'm saying is these conceptual mental worlds we can enter them. And they can become almost indistinguishable from our reality. And that's pretty amazing when you stop and you think about it. You're like, what? What? So, so let, me give you, let me give you a really bad analogy. Or let me give you a, a, a good analogy. I have some good ones too, right? Uh, so two analogies I would say are uh, where there is smoke, there is fire, right? And I'll come back to that one. Or, or No, that one's okay. So like... What you'll believe is that there's always fire where there's smoke, right? Like, isn't that the analogy? I forget what the analogy is. But the analogy is basically that um, if there's smoke, there has to be fire, right? But what we discount is that somebody could use a fog machine. Like, in this world, someone can use a fog machine. Uh, I don't know, some lighting, a camera, a couple of beautiful actresses, uh, and an actor some good some good special effects some music uh a well narrated character voice <laughs> some music uh some beautiful imagery and cinematography right like uh they can go in and tell you there's fire where there is none right and when i say they i mean uh artists uh media uh people who are 
literally using these conceptual framework spaces to create alternative realities to depict the way they would like you to feel and interpret the world right so uh these people <laughs> who are mainly left-leaning by their very nature because they're exploring abstract things and you need to be a little more open to do that um are are doing that and 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 so what we've we've done is we played this game and so uh uh, I'll give another analogy. Uh, the other analogy is um, uh, the snake and the string. So the snake and the string is this. This is Maharishi's analogy. It probably came from an old Vedic text or was just uh, or just Indian folklore. I don't really know where the expression comes from, but but Maharishi would use it all the time. And he would say, the snake and the string. And he had this beautiful little uh, Indian voice. And he would, yeah, that's my horrible Indian voice. He talked a little bit like Yoda, you know. And so it, you paid attention. And I used to sit there and watch him tell these stories for hours on end. And listen to an old wise sage, right? And a lot of wisdom in there, man. You know, it's a bullshit story, but a lot of wisdom in there. And uh, the idea is the man's walking down the street. And he sees... A shadow right uh, on the on the ground of some sorts he sees an image or a thing and uh, in his mind his image recognition system uh, says snake right because it makes sense by evolutionary standards whatever I'm not going into that but to see the threat and if your brain is threat is on that level you may treat a, 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 a string as a snake, right? So if, you're, if, you're, if you have a lot of stress in your physiology and you're stressed out by like poor diet, exercise, bills, kids, <laughs> whatever your modern stress is, like those are nice stresses. You know, someone's shooting at me. Oh, hey, hold on, maybe someone, maybe it is a snake. No, but like... Uh, you know, there's varied degrees of stress, but what most people experience in their daily life, um, it can can contort <coughs> reality such that you uh, view a string as a snake, right? And and vice versa. It, but the idea is that the illusions of the mind can distort your perception of reality, right? And so this is where it starts to get interesting for me, right? Um, so, so like right now we have, we literally have a country full of distorted people, <laughs> right? We got a, a, a country full of, uh, of people at various worldviews and various distortions and various things like that where no one really knows if anything's a snake or a string right like is black lives matter a genuine thing do they really care about one another uh antifa are they really some governmental plant that's in the thing and man you know uh wait hold on 
all the news media is telling me that it's okay to go outside and there's no corona. But only if I'm protesting. Like, there's just it's just crazy horseshit everywhere you go, right? Like, there's no way of getting around it. And uh, it's getting to the point where people are getting pulled in to political fashion factions and they're trying to start a little civil war, right? Like, that's what's, that's what's happening. Like, there's an underlying civil war wanting to emerge organically, you would think, but it's not. Uh, and what you see happening is you see media poking people on both sides. And there's people planted in the media. Like how there's protesters planted at, uh, or vandals planted in the protest to bring bricks and create riots. The same thing is happening in our media and our social media and all these types of things. It's a multi, multi-faceted attack. And just, just spread disinformation, keep them confused, and that works. Right. And so uh, that's a threat. Like, that's a threat. Like, our basic, our best evolutionary thing that separates us from the lower monkeys, right, is like being used against us through repetition and through. So, like, the brain basically just, you feed it something and over time it will model it. Right. It doesn't matter if it's right, if it's wrong, if it's reasonable, if it's whatever. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it's like this. It, your, your mind is like a fucking, uh, egg sack. <laughs> right. Like check this analogy out. It makes perfect sense though. Uh, just thought of it on the fly. So think of a, uh, a woman's ovaries, right? Um, a very great topic, by the way. But man puts the penis in her, does the thing, rah, rah, rah. The, the happy juice comes out of the dude. It's actually in the brain, but, you know, whatever. Uh, it comes out of the dude and up into the woman, right? Okay, okay, okay. Think of logic is this. Logic is like thinking I'm going to be a good person. (laughs) I'm the woman now. I'm going to be a good person, right? And I'm only going to let in the best ideas. And uh, so let's go back. The analogy needs multiple fathers, right? She needs to have sex like group, group sex. She has group sex, a bunch of ideas and things coming in, right? Into the vagina mind. <laughs> this is the, that's what I'm going to call this. This analogy is now known as the vagina mind, right? So as it comes in, there's multiple players. There's like 16 dudes, right? Like 16 dudes coming in as gangbang. It's the vagina mind gangbang. Okay. So uh, all this come is up in this woman now, right? And uh, just go with me on this. Logic is like saying, you know what? I'm only going to let the dude who uh, really loves me or the best mate in me. Like the one that will be the best whatever bullshit logic it is I think I use, right? 
And what happens is biologically, all that takes place. All those variables are biological. They're not in the conceptual mind, right? All that information gets in. It goes up into the uh, ovaries and it is worked out. Maybe there, you know, there's some evidence that now the egg is doing some selection, uh, but that's still not your conscious mind. Maybe it is. Maybe my analogy is brunk. Let's hope so. But uh, the conscious mind vagina gangbang is where it you think you're filtering it right she would think she's filtering it but those underlying mechanical values are something out of her control right and we often take on the woman's perspective that I'm only gonna let the logical good information influence the concepts and ideas and framework that form my inner conceptual space and drive my emotions, right? But that's not what happens. I get shown an image over and over and over again, and it'll show up in my sleep, and I'll have that image in my sleep. It'll fire in my brain more times because it fired in my brain more times, right? We don't filter. And so like when we watch TV uh, and we're told nonsense, 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 nonsense. Am I going, am I saying it right? It's nonsense, yeah, that's it. And you get that information on a conceptual place that's not really there to create a world that helps you succeed in the actual world, right? You get that kind of information, of misinformation, of statistics and worldviews out of place, out of context, out of a bigger framework. What you end up with is a fragmented understanding of reality. And that fragmented understanding of reality can be manipulated more easily. When you're hungry, uh, you can, you will make worse decisions about food choices. So if I'm hungry and I don't have food with me, what I will do is I will go, you know what? I'll eat some Wendy's. Wendy's is good, man. I'm going to drink a Coke, maybe get a soda, you know, like, and, and the weaker I get physically, the more it affects my mind, right? And I'll make worse and worse choices. And so it's the same type of thing. You're being fed bullshit out of context, sugary dog shit on a daily basis from the majority of the news media outlets. And when I say the majority of the news media outlets, I mean every fucking thing. I mean CNN. I mean CBS. I mean ABC. I mean uh, TNT. Is that shit even really good? Uh, I mean MTV. I mean fucking every channel on cable. Right? All of it. Right? Like, in in, in Amazon and fucking uh, Netflix and fucking social media. It's, it's 
99.9% certifiable fucking horseshit. Because most things in the world are. There's only a few bits of very good information and experiences of life that exist. The rest of everything is almost and completely and utter horseshit in general. Right? And... Like, another idea you see that in is, is like, if we were to look at lawyers. <laughs> I hate lawyers. If you were to look at lawyers and you were to put them all in a bunch. If we took a, if we took a random distribution of all lawyers uh, and put that, we just put all lawyers, right? Took a random distribution that represented the whole sample size and blah, 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 of all the lawyers, right? And we put them and we counted them and we made a bell curve, right? What we would have uh, is a lot of shitty bullshit. But what we would have is you would have, uh, like, in the middle, right? You would have some really good fucking just, man, like, these dudes are, are generally doing really good shit. Like, these these are the motherfuckers, man. Like, fucking, they are doing the things, and they are the shit. Like, they are the best human beings uh, that we have uh, but it'd be just like two guys. Say we took a sample size of like 100. It'd just be like two guys. And then what you would have is just 70% fucking paper pushers. Right? And then you would have maybe lower than that just some really bad fucking shit bags. <laughs> right? Right? Like yeah, maybe not as, maybe more. Maybe less than the top tier guys. Who knows? But you'd have just straight up horseshit motherfuckers. Right? And uh, so the idea is that there is only a few people in a given profession that really shine. Right? Like you could do it with basketball. You could you could think of all the people who ever played basketball and, put them on a distribution curve and you just have a few guys who are really fucking NBA level right and then even in within the NBA you'd have the NBA NBA NBAers right and then you'd have me no I'm just kidding you'd have you have some shit bag down on the other end who's just kicking dudes in the shin and running around throwing balls at people right Uh, but um, the the idea is that not a lot of people get really good at a chosen thing doesn't matter what the chosen thing is it's just it's just the way it works there's not like like think of a skill and you're just like everyone's really good at that shit <laughs> right like, it's just not one like there's you know that we're all kind of average at some things but anyways uh not really sure why i went into that analogy but so so the same thing's true of human experience i guess is kind of where i'm going with it so, like, the majority of human experience is rather mundane. 
but there's some peak levels at which you can experience. And I just want to experience more of those, right? And so that kind of goes back into what it is I'm doing and why I'm exploring this stuff and all those types of things. So you have massive amounts of media out there distorting the mind, telling people conceptual stories, them going out and living out these uh, non-existent realities and hurting one another and yada yada, right? That's kind of what's going on in the country, right? Um, you know, uh, COVID was blown massively out of proportion, got uh, government control and shut down economies unnecessarily and all these types of things, right? And then you have the same thing with Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all these things where it's just people are distorting reality for political purposes. And so it's becoming very apparent. Like it's, it's, I've seen it happen in other countries. I've seen the distortion, the media distortion and then the display to back to the rest of the world. Oh, they're doing really good things. And these are the things and how like they, uh, they spin everything to make it meet whatever the fucking outlet story is that will sell the things and get the people elected and yada yada, right? But, uh, I've never seen it just insane like this in America. And the spin and how it's literally converting people's minds and pushing them. So now we're dealing with a real threat. Uh, we're dealing with the threat that you can, you can, enter this conceptual space into a person's mind and perform some sort of psychop where you can convince them of a world that doesn't exist on facts and narratives that are that are false and push them in a particular direction or you can use and use real shit right if you can figure enough real shit in a semi-meaningful way you can construct narratives and so uh or they can be half-truths. Like, it's, it's a very gray zone. Uh, so where, what do I see going on here? Well, I mean, can I regulate all media out of... Can I regulate all media out of fucking existence that is false? Not really. Not really. I can't really do that. But what I could do is I could build a program. I could build a program that filtered that shit. Right, algorithms that hit detectors that show eye movements, that show facts, that that, that cross-examine this, that cross-examine that. I could filter that shit out through some AI and and plug that into the brain and use that as a filtration system. And when I see that conceptual world space going fucking awry, I could zap that motherfucker <laughs> with, a, with an electrode and be like, don't do that shit. Don't do it. That's a lie, motherfucker. Don't believe that shit. CNN is lying to you. Antifa is trying to take over your fucking country. <laughs> right? Like I could zap the brain and make it not fucking buy horse shit. Right? Or like... Or you're watching The Secret. <laughs> right? Like back in the day, like Jay Rogan always talks about this shit. But like you're watching The Secret back in the day... And the horseshit meter just fuck, just like starts shocking you and wakes you up. You're like, oh fuck, this is this is bullshit. Quantum mechanics doesn't work like this. Oh fuck, this guy's a cult leader. Oh shit, I'm in it. <laughs> right? Like you could, you could, you could literally fucking, um, you could literally 
have a horseshit detector and it, you can filter the things out right and that's kind of what I'm for like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of genuine honest ways uh, where this happens so like um, you, you Facebook is using it for their own nefarious purposes uh, but like any content that comes in they have algorithms that they're running on this shit and like you know they're very liberal and so whatever it's very biased and that's that's where the problems start to just come back to the same problems again it's like oh fuck humans are still running it this is gonna be a problem right like, like that's where it gets to uh, but as we start to interface with um, more and more tech in the brain right like I have this little device I put it up I don't if, if you need to understand transhumanism like it's just the idea that we're merging with technology for the purposes of longevity and increased intelligence right and there's a philosophy and and better quality of life right so I'm high on better, better quality of life and not dying <laughs> like the intelligent part like maybe we need that we kind of need that that needs to happen that's probably the way it's gonna happen and so like uh as i start to interface with it and i start to integrate this technology into my physiology some of the same st threats uh exist so there's an overlap so if i have a neural interface and i have the ability to merge my consciousness with some AI in such a way that there is a biofeedback loop that I now consistently consistently uh, as my in my inner Asian uh, consistently um, rely on for part of your neural feedback right like is this hot well it's 97.3 degrees and your body skin temperature burns at right <clears throat> so maybe you can get that before you touch the hot stove and maybe it signals you and says hey don't touch that that will burn you right maybe you have a heat sensor or something something like that right like it's going to start off very simple not as complex as these conceptual spaces that i'm talking about but say you have some neural interface, right? Well, how do you know it's giving you good information? How do you know, like, how do you know that, like, Hillary Clinton or uh, Donald Trump, whoever, whoever your current evil demon is in your particular worldview, uh, let's go with a Bond villain, Jaws. I don't think it, Jaws is the only one I know. So say Jaws is fucking now in charge of uh, the country. Right or in charge of the tech company that installed the implant in your brain, right? Like he took Elon's, uh, Elon's company over, right? Okay. Getting very detailed in the analogies. And so, uh, say he takes it over, right? And he wants to fucking, he doesn't like gingers. <laughs> so I'm in trouble. Now Jaws is gonna, he's gonna kill all gingers. So what it, his plan is, he's gonna turn the heat sensors off and they'll go out in the sun and they'll melt. <laughs> Right, he's gonna melt all the gingers, right? And so, so he's gonna ethnically cleanse us from the planet and uh, and do that genocide thing, like like all the evil villains want to do. 
And so he goes out to do this shit, and uh, I need a way to make sure that can't happen. Like, I need an interface uh, that is proprietary to only me. <laughs> right? Like, I need a thing that, that that's underlying dynamic, and underlying thing is to save the life of Barrett. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about Jaws. They don't care about the little kid in the middle of the road. They don't fucking, you know, they don't care about anything but keeping Barrett alive and has a, an imperative to keep Barrett alive. Now, that can be hacked, too. Like, it's an endless road of potential hacking. Uh, but we need some sort of individual proprietary understanding of reality, right? Because that's what we value. We value this this idea. It's not real. But this idea that I have free will, right? It's not real. I don't believe in free will. Uh, and, and if you look at it deep enough, like, you have free will, but it's within such a narrow range that fucking fuck. It's not really free will. <laughs> and so anyways, that's a whole other thing. How could we give you more free will? Um, and we're afraid to give up our free will because someone can control our conceptual worldview space. And the thing is, like, we will probably... We'll probably give that power up. Like, I've seen I've seen us at work. We're not that smart. We'd be like, he's got cookies over there. For a free cookie, you can give up your conceptual worldview interact, interactions for, like, 30 minutes. Co- did you say, co- what kind of cookies? Like that's that's how I expect humans to respond to something like that after after this year. Like they'll just be like, "What what kind of cookies are they?" You know, there'll always be that one guy in the back who'll be like, "I'm allergic to cookies. You got any ice cream?" You know, uh, yeah, Billy, we we got ice cream, man. We got everything you need. Just let us hook up to you. And so, like. That's the idea. Like, that's the long range. Like, right now, the solutions are to clear your mind, right? Meditate, journal, understand how your mind works, clear it out a bit, uh, take care of your physiology because your physiology directly controls uh, the machinery and capability of the body to experience reality. Uh, I know that's a hard one for people to understand, but, like, if you're looking through the fat hourglass, everything kind of looks fat. My life's kind of slow. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 like out of shape people are not experiencing reality that they are capable of. Let's say that as nicely as we can, because we don't want to hurt fat people's feelings. <laughs> Which is the craziest fucking bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Uh, but anyways. Um, if you're fat or if your body's fucked up, uh, like it, it'll affect the way you can perceive the world. Like there's just, there's, it's not a complicated issue. And, um, <clears throat> uh, if your body's not functioning at optimal level, which what is optimal level? Like we don't really have that fully mapped out. And how do you fully map out the brain? How do you fully, fully map out the physiology? How do you fully any organ like a, what is an optimal functioning lung set of lungs right like we have some indicators of some of these things but for an individual level could you then go in and embed some circuitry or or some sort of uh, neural implant or some sort of nanotech in the body and then make that optimal 
and control it and control the functioning and then develop an AI interface that tells you this is when it functions optimally. And then you take like the autonomic nervous system to where it is an extension into this AI artificial intelligence neurolink system that makes it to where you can experience more fundamentally elevated states of awareness moment to moment and then like reduce the stress in the physiology to heightened levels such that the decay on the system is less um, and um, uh, have access to all the world's data uh, displayed in a meaningful way between a connection with the uh, uh, the neural link or, or some sort of biological neurofeedback loop in the mind so that you can experience reality uh, in its totality with all good, well thought out, filtered information and maybe think in a higher dimensional space and calculate things that the brain could never calculate in a meaningful way in any reasonable amount of time and create better models of reality I don't know I don't know it's my dream though it's a growing dream on this planet It reminds me of Martin Luther King's I have, a, I have a Dream. I have a dream. I have a dream! Uh, right. It reminds me of that. That's my dream. My dream is that we wake up. That we wake up. And then we pull ourselves out of the quagmire of nature. And we say no more. No more nature. I don't want to die anymore. I don't give a fuck about your system. You fucking dirty whore. Oh wait, hold on, you're my mother. <laughs> right? So, like, that's my dream. My dream is that I break free of this, this perpetual womb. Uh, in which my DNA evolves and I do not. Right? That that I don't have to die so that others can live and, and they don't have to go through that suffering as well. The cycle of birth and death. That we overcome that. That all the pain, all the suffering of life and death is removed. that all pain, all suffering, unnecessarily, is removed. That we are conscious enough to rule over ourselves in a more meaningful way. And what I want to do is I want to build an interface for that 
I want to build some sort of interface in which you can determine what human experience looks like, how that operates in the physiology, and then balance out unreasonable imbalances to create a superhuman experience of reality moment to moment capable of greater things than we can imagine because we don't have the almost infinite amount of computing power to imagine it right integrating technology with our imagination could you imagine that how cool would that be man like if I could if, if, if I could conceptually paint with my mind another world for you to enter and for me and you to go explore. Like how much how much fun would that be? Like like what else would we do? <laughs> like what else would we do? Like it would be it would be so much fun. Uh, like the games that you could play in my imagination in your imagination we could play in each other's imagination like it would be it, it would be so much fun it would be the next step of human evolutionary adventure park <laughs> right like like how much fun is that but there's there's problems right like uh, the water in my world doesn't taste the same as the water in your world, right? And that comes back to worldviews, right? Now we're coming all the way back, all the way back to uh, something almost close to what we would call reality, <laughs> right? Like what's happening today and today, like today and tomorrow and the next day on the news and in the media and 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 for a small amount of people on the ground as they go to uh, these riots and now fucking cities, <laughs> communist cities embedded in America. You know, like, like what are we going to do there? Like, what is that? So um, the water tastes differently to different people. So Bruce Lee has that little concept of be like water talking about the mind right and so when he says be like water right there's different flavors of water do you mean you mean like a liquid a gas or do you mean a solid <laughs> like wh which form of water are you talking about and so people have different worldviews and we can communicate to one another in different ways so one of the one of the neural interfaces that that really uh, so what you would do is you would create some sort of neural interface that allowed me to communicate to you in terms of your own worldview. <laughs> so like so like say say I have a, a Republican and a Democrat, right? Right, and they want to communicate to one another, but they have different values and different triggers and different things. Right. So instead of instead of instigating them, I can filter like I can be an in-between. Right. I could take uh, Donald Trump loves America. 
right? I think that was, uh, who was that guy? Ross Perot that ran for, for president back in the day. Uh, I think that was my Ross Perot. My inner Ross Perot came out and I say, uh, Trump really loves America, right? And then that bounces off of uh, a Republic or a Democrat, right? <laughs> and what a Democrat, like if he hears that straight out, right? Like what he hears is like, and I'm being childish here and whatever, but like he hears, oh no, like I don't, he's saying I don't love America. <laughs> like he's saying only white people can love America, <laughs> you know, or, or some shit like that. Like, like, I don't know. I'm trying to make it up. Uh, but you're getting the idea, right? So there's a conceptual barrier where, where that's not what that guy meant. That guy just meant fucking like, like, like that's just what embodies a dude who loves America to him, right? And so to get that feeling across without that value construct and conceptual space that is different from his own, you would have to flip that script and spin it and give it different images and emotions and things like that to get the same reaction you would out of somebody who had that particular same worldview, right? So like if I said uh, to a fellow Republican or something like that, like say say me and another Republican are hanging out. Let's assume I'm Republican for this scenario since, since I just claim that I am. Uh, I, I think Trump really loves America. Right. And, and, and that would resonate in that dude and he would feel it and he would be like, you know what? I trust you more. <laughs> like, that's how it works. That's how it works. We have a common we have a common belief and a, and a common understanding of reality. Right. And so uh, you would want that reaction in the Democrat, dude. Right. You'd want that in him. But you'd want he, But it would be another thing. Uh, in the Democrat dude, I had a had a bad idea about flip flops, and that would be what it would be. But it, it's 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 basically like he would be like, um, like we're killing the planet, right? Like that would be the that would be the view of on the left, right? Where we would have some sort of view where it's like. I, I come together and see that we are a bigger humanity and that we need to do these deeper things for these very individual, very small set of value sets, right? <laughs> like that's that, that defines uh, the leftist worldview. Um, and so it's like, it would appeal to him. It would filter through and appeal to those emotional centers and stimulate those areas in the brain and all those types of things. Right, you would have this little function that went in Republican, and then translated to Democrat, and like, and they could get onto some common ground and some common emotion. Uh, and so that wouldn't necessarily be a deeper reality; It'd be a, a a a manipulation of the reality. But but currently, what's happening right now is our media sources. Um, are doing the exact opposite of what I'm talking about with the various ways that they report, the stories that they tell, where they point the cameras, why they point the cameras. Uh, you know, they're pushing on these various worldviews in a very particular way. Maybe not as, as focused and refined as I'm talking about with some sort of neural interface, but the neural interface is very crude and abstract uh, and 
intrusive right now. That's just like your televisions, your social media, uh, your friend's uh, Facebook feed, uh, those types of things, right? Uh, government, uh, Donald Trump's Twitter feed. Uh, like these are just intrusive ways that are programming you to either uh, support your worldview or inflame it. And we just need to guard ourselves against that. And we need to guard against it at this level uh, where we are by turning off the TV, taking care of our physiologies, clearing our mind, restructuring the way we program and think. And those are decent things. Uh, but as we integrate more and more with technology, we'll need some sort of neural interface based on defining and giving us free will from the system and the biological loop that we create. And so I just, that was kind of the idea I was looking at was um, conceptual worldview stories, right? So uh, these are just stories about how conceptual worldviews form, what they currently look like in my own, through my own lens of perception, and where I see them going. I see them integrating with us on deeper levels, and we need to understand them uh, better if we're going to get better at uh, defining some conceptual space in which we have some sort of neural feedback loop that is involved in those processes. So that's my uh, my little daily podcast. This is more just to get these ideas out of my head, right? And reflect uh, just my own lens of human perception, right? Just reflect it for a bit. That's really all I'm doing here. Um, and exploring that space in an open way so that others can see how I'm arriving through abstract thinking on the projects that I will work on in the future. So, thank you very much. Uh, it's as much art as it is science. Like, it's, it's more art than it is science at this point. So, thank you very much and have a good one.